Welcome to House to Home Podcast. It's here that we'll learn how to cultivate an eternal haven in our temporary world. So grab a cup of coffee, do the dishes, or even take a drive in your car. Whatever it is you do while listening, I hope you feel right at home. Scroggins. And Mason Scroggins. And this is the last podcast of the year, which is really awesome that we have been doing a podcast for a full year now. So thank you guys. It's been a blessing for us. And we've been talking about how fruitful it's been for our family. It's been good for me. Not going to lie. It's been hard at times learning how to navigate a podcast and equipment and editing and all of that in the midst of busy life and family and children, but it's been fun and it's been good for us and we hope that it's been fruitful for you. Uh, We felt very supported by our listeners, so thank you guys for that. And speaking of it being fruitful, we've already mentioned this on the Instagram, but if you haven't seen, we will be starting in 2022 a series on fruits of the spirit in the home. So I'm excited about that. We'll be talking about all the fruits of the Spirit in depth and how we cultivate, plant, bear those fruits in our home. So we'll be talking specifically about gentleness, goodness, kindness, self-control, all of those, and how they relate to different aspects of the home. Things like parenting, things like our marriage, um, hospitality. There's so much we could talk about with those. I'm not exactly sure how we'll go about it yet, but I'm thinking we'll do one fruit of the spirit each month. So say in January, we do a kickoff. We kind of talk about Galatians, fruits of the spirit. And then February, we talk about gentleness. So we'll have one podcast in February where we talk about gentleness. And then March, we'll talk about goodness. That way we're not boring you um, with a long series on fruits of the spirit, but we'll kind of hit one each month and then we'll throw another podcast here and there for fun. So We also have some exciting announcements for you guys. We have some things coming in 2022. One of those announcements I'm going to save for the very end of the podcast. So you'll have to listen all the way through to get it. It's really exciting. We're launching something new come January of 2022. So you'll definitely want to stick around and figure that out. Also, Mason can kind of maybe catch you guys up to speed about our life just some things that are going on with us. We don't really chat about our own personal life too much on here, but we thought maybe we could give you some updates, let you know what our life's going to look like in 2022 because it it might actually affect House to Home podcast. Right. So obviously no one knows what's going to happen in 2022. (laughs) God does. God does. (laughs) Um, But a lot has happened in 2021, things that we didn't expect, some we did expect. Um, and we never know what's what's going to come, but we do know that we've made plans and there are some things that have changed in our household. Um, really, recently, the last couple months, we've been trying to live out better in our own household the things that we've kind of been saying all along mm-hmm. on this podcast, taking life slow, being intentional about the things that we're doing, building healthy rhythms into our lives that are life-giving and that are not draining us and exhausting us. So we've been especially doing that in the last couple months, and that has led us to make some decisions to shift a little bit in 2022. So one of the bigger things that we'll be 
changing in our schedule day to day is my work schedule and our rhythm for worship. So I actually just took took a new position at work, which will allow me to work from home. So I'll be working from home much more. So that'll change our our day to day outlook a lot how we're interacting together as a family. We'll let you know how that goes. Yeah. <laughs> With homes- I, <laughs> homeschool kids and a husband working from home. <laughs> yeah, I've never worked from home before, so we'll see how that goes. Um, grateful for the opportunity. It's working really well um, because there's also been other changes in other areas. As I said just a second ago, our rhythm of worship has changed. I've uh, been offered a position to preach at a church full-time, and I've taken that position in, in the hometown that I grew up in. Really beautiful country church, great people, and we're really excited about yeah. that new uh, season of ministry going there. It's, it's a nice, quiet, restful place for us to kind of have a bit of a breather from the hustle and bustle of life because it's been really heavy um, the last year. Just a lot has gone on health-wise, um, emotional-wise. Um, and spiritual-wise, just a, a lot has happened, and we're really glad to be going into 2022 with changes being made um, yeah. beforehand and, and readying up for that. I know many people make New Year's resolutions um, at the start of the year, but we've kind of been gearing up and getting ready for it so that we can just kind of seamlessly transition into 2022 with a better rhythm for our life. Yeah, I feel like the New Year's resolutions have kind of been made for us by God. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of cool how everything, everything's kind of been shifting and changing for the whole year of 2021, but it's all going to seem to really kind of come to like a blossom in 2022 right off the bat come January. So that's neat. I think we all kind of look forward to the new year in some way or another. It kind of feels like a fresh start and it definitely, I think, will feel like that for us. So we want to continue to do House to Home, obviously, even through the busyness of life. Um, When we started House to Home this year, we started in January, and I think it was just, I was telling Mason, I I can't remember, but I think it was just like three or four episodes in because we started in January, and then in February was when it hit. Um, I went septic, and I went into the hospital, and since then, I've had many health problems arise. Even my husband has had health problems arise, probably due to stress. And like everyone um, going through COVID, it seems like people are getting more sick this year. So we didn't expect that. We thought, oh yeah, we'll start a podcast. We have plenty of time to do this. (laughs) And not only did health problems arise, but we had all sorts of other things on our plate that were unexpected. And we just kind of kept going. We just kept going with the podcast. And uh, like I said, at times it was hard to do, but we kept doing it. I think we missed a few here and there, but you guys have been gracious with us on those times. And come 2022, we're just going to hold it loosely like we have with 2021. We have to miss a podcast here and there. Bear with us. We'll just keep them coming as we can. And um, we won't ever put the podcast over our home life. That would be being hypocritical. (laughs) Here we are talking about the home. So uh, we hold it with loose hands, but we want to keep doing it because there's never an ideal time. If we waited for an ideal time to start it, if we waited for a time that we just weren't busy, we would probably never start house to home. And um, like my husband and I have kind of talked, it's something that we really want to keep going and we want it to grow. So it may be slow now. Uh, We may not put out podcasts every week. We do them biweekly and we 
may even skip those bi-weekly ones on occasion, but uh, we hope that as we grow, you guys will continue to kind of stick with us, and we hope that House to Home continues to grow because, it, like I said, it's already been a blessing, and it's it's a huge, huge thing in my heart to just keep it going. So with that, we kind of wanted to remind you guys of the goal of House to Home, and Mason, just feel free to interrupt me at any time you want, but we've discussed it many times. It comes up in most of our podcasts, but an eternal haven in a temporary world is our little logo or our little saying under our logo and um motto is the word you're motto motto it's our (laughs) motto (laughs) um but i picked that because i think we as humans long for more than what this world has to offer we kind of we long for eternity we long for a peace that only god can give us and i think we really long for this in our homes i think you can see that in a lot of people they kind of grasp at things and you can see it maybe maybe you can see it in yourself you can see like you're a neat freak or you're overly orderly or you're people pleasing or maybe perfectionism comes into play but we kind of grasp I think at you know trying to get peace out of things out of a tidy house out of a good job out of you know if I could just get this promotion or if I could just get the house the way I wanted it or if we could just move here or you know, if my health could just align, then things would be brighter. Um, but that's not where our rest comes from. We know that our rest, you know, our, the reality is as Christians, we kind of, we get a foretaste of that rest and this peace that we get only through Christ. So we get that peace through God. He's the only one that can give that. And that's kind of what I want to help people achieve with House to Home. I want them to not look to these things for peace and assurance, the things, you know, like a tidy house or something like that. But I want you to look to Christ for that because those things are going to come up short every time. And with the new year coming, I think a lot about New Year's resolutions. People put a lot of hope in those, you know, starting a new diet or a new fad or, um, you know, I'm going to really buckle down and stick to this so that my health gets better. But, and I, I think all of those things can be fine. But if our, if our assurance, if our hope is in those, they're going to they're going to falter, they're going to fail. And so I just personally see a lot of families struggling right now in our current culture, struggling to find peace, struggling to find hope inside and outside the church. I sent Mason an article that I saw on the Daily Wire, showed up on my Facebook feed, that said only 18% of American households are families with married parents. And that was shocking to me. Yeah, I think it went down. So I, I briefly read over the blog uh, right before we started this podcast. And I think in just like 1970, that was at a 40% or 50%. And so just in that amount of time, it's gone down that drastically. And I myself came from a family of divorce and abuse. And I really have a heart to help bring hope by God's grace to other families Um, families that may be struggling, maybe, you know, you've gone through divorce or maybe you're on the edge and you feel like, you know, your marriage could end in divorce or maybe you're struggling with children. I don't know what you're struggling with, or maybe you don't feel like your family life is unhealthy, but you just want to be more intentional. But it's, it's house to homes vision to help these families create healthy patterns in their life, um, healthy domestic liturgies as we've talked about many of times. 
So we want to help you kind of get guidance in that and to truly make your home a haven in this chaotic world because the family is really under attack. So family is important. It's the primary place of ministry. Everything flows out from it. At home, we are most ourselves. We're the most vulnerable here. It's where our worship starts. And uh, we're not going to see healthy churches, healthy communities, healthy children, healthy wives or husbands if it's not starting here at home first. Um, So everything kind of flows out from the home. And as Mason kind of already briefly just talked about it, we've been trying to kind of like practice what we preach here in this last year. I think when we started House to Home, we didn't realize even the own attacks that would be on our family and just the things that we would be up against. And uh, we really had to live out what we've been giving you here on the podcast. And so we just want to continue to do that and continue to come alongside other families through the podcast, through the Instagram, through our website to help give you resources, to help give you encouragement in any way we can. And I think you were even talking about having people send us in ideas on how we can best do that. Yeah, I think that that would be really helpful to get good feedback, um, what people like, what they don't like. We have that ideas page on our website so if you wanted to go over there and actually like leave us a longer message about things that you would like to see on the show or things that you don't like things that i do that are annoying that you want me to stop <laughs> like saying um too much or things like that uh, let us know and we can try to adjust we're, we're always trying to improve the show and make it better we don't have time to do everything that you guys might want. But over time, we're trying to reform and shape the show into a better and better thing. As Bree said, the the podcast, we started it in a pretty heavy season um, of life already. I mean, we got three kids. We homeschool them. Uh, I'm in seminary uh, as a full-time student. I'm pastoring, essentially, um, preaching every week, doing sermons and I have a full-time job. So like we have, a, we have a lot on our plate. Right. Um, so we started the podcast in the middle of that, realizing that we don't have a ton of time to do it. But as Bree said, we want to, we want to stick with it. We want to keep doing this and we're going to continue to do it because I think over time that as this grows, this is going to be a helpful resource in the face of a collapsing world i'm not saying the world's about to fall apart i'm not i'm not a prophet or anything like that but the the trends that we're seeing the statistics like we just talked about it's not looking good everything Mm -hmm. is kind of falling apart households are crumbling and we want to be here to be a voice kind of crying out in the wilderness saying hey it doesn't have to be like what everyone else is doing it doesn't have to be miserable you can actually have a healthy home like that that's a reality you can as a a christian family celebrate life in in your home and it can really be um an an eternal haven in a temporary world when everything else is falling apart and not working uh you really can be the one standing there um, being a light to the world Mm -hmm. uh, shining your good works to glorify your father in heaven that that's a real possibility we believe in that and we want to continue to as simple as that may be at times i know that it kind of gets redundant that we're just saying, yes, households work. Yes, we believe in the home. But really, I think that more people need to keep stay- saying this, just the simple truth, because for some reason, we don't believe it. Our, right. our, our 
nation right now does not believe that. We don't believe in having children. We don't believe in having households. We don't believe in faithful marriages. We don't believe in any of this. Uh, we just want to do what's fun, and everyone's doing what's right in our own eyes, and we can see that it's about as um, it's about as productive as the days of the judges. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And I, too, just to share a little story to kind of piggyback off that, I think there's a lot of people in the church even that are feeling really hopeless with their family and kind of helpless. I mean, we see this number of divorce, it affects the church. This isn't the world, you know, like it, it's, it's heavy in the church too. And not just talking about divorce, but even just, you know, problems with children and, and things like that. Um, but I was, I met with a friend a while back for um, just to get together. I mean, it, it wasn't like a counseling session or anything like that. It was just two friends kind of talking, but she was discussing kind of the challenges that she was having in her family life. She mentioned people like her talking to people or her looking at people's social media accounts and even just interacting with people and how, you know, when they said everything was fine or everything was great even, um, or they looked like picture perfect, she said, I just, I just don't believe it. She was like, I just don't believe that, you know, these people have a happy life. Like everyone, everyone has their problems. And I just have a really hard time believing that anyone's happy in their family. And I was just like really brokenhearted by that because one, I didn't know how to respond because here I am sitting across from her as the person who truly does have a healthy family. I don't have a perfect family by any means. And um, we've had really hard seasons. Like this past year has been extremely difficult. It's affected our family. It's affected our parenting. It's affected our marriage. However, I would never say that my family was um, super unhappy. I would never say that we were unhealthy. I would say that we are a happy family. We are a healthy family. And um, that's not a perfect family. And it may not be what you see on social media because there's always more behind the scenes. There's always more to a picture. However, we we are a family that really, we have the joy of the Lord. And um, it broke my heart because I know coming from a family um, that, you know, can be, that was unhealthy, I know that it is kind of hard to believe for some people. Um, it's hard for people even in the church to believe, but it's true and it's possible to have healthy family and it's it's found in in God and reliance in him and so I wanted to read Psalms 127 it says unless the Lord builds the house those who build it labor in vain unless the Lord watches over the city the watchman stays awake in vain it is in vain that you rise up early and go late to rest eating the bread of anxious toil for he gives his beloved sleep behold children are a heritage from the Lord the fruit of the womb a reward like arrows in the hand of a warrior are the children of one's youth. Blessed is the man who fills his quiver with them. He shall not be put to shame when he speaks with his enemies in the gate. And I just love even just that first verse there, unless the Lord builds the house, those who build it labor in vain. And so knowing that the Lord is the one that is building our homes, he is the one that um, is producing this good fruit in our lives. It's not of our own doings and reliance to him and to his word, um, keeping his commands, loving him. That's what brings us a healthy, a healthy home. And I, I had Exodus 22 or 20 here as well, where it talks about God visiting the iniquity of the fathers on the children to the third and the fourth generation of those who hate him. But 
showing steadfast love to thousands of those who love him and keep his commandments. And the kicker there is what? Those who love him and keep his commandments. And we also know that the Bible tells us that if we love him, we keep his commandments. There's just some hope there for for the hopeless that, you know, if your family is unhealthy or if you came from an unhealthy background, it actually can stop with you and you can be the generation that the Lord bestows his love on and his blessing on. And I think a theme to catch too about um, those scriptures, the the unifying theme that connects all those together is not just the idea of the home, but what a home is like that uh, Psalm, Psalm 127, Mm -hmm. it starts talking about children and Exodus talks about the blessing upon the future generations. And what it's saying there is that households aren't built of stuff. Like your stuff isn't what makes a house a home. It's the relationships within them. And if you're going to put your stock anywhere when you're building your home, you need to put it there. You have Mm -hmm. to put it in the family. You have to put it in your children. You have to entrust to the future generations what God has given to you. And you instill those commandments that God has given you to your kids. You teach them when you rise up. You Mm -hmm. teach your children. You write it on your walls. You plaster it everywhere so that the future generations can receive the blessing of the Lord because there really is no other place to get God's blessing other than from his word, from his commandments. And that's the way it continues on from generation to generation. It doesn't just pop out of nowhere. God works that way. That's the way that God has always functioned throughout history is through his covenant people. And those those are connected in households. We have the household unit. Um, Cornelius's whole household was <laughs> baptized. I mean, that's the way that the covenant works. Go baptize your babies. <laughs> Just kidding to all of our Baptist listeners. Kind not, of. Not I mean, kidding. Not kidding because I'm Presbyterian, <laughs> but it's a joke. <laughs> um, so with that, we will just tell you what we're launching in 2022. We will be launching House to Home Kids because we love children. Um, my heart really goes out to children. My kids enjoy even just listening to mom and dad do podcast stuff, we've caught them in the rooms videotaping themselves saying, welcome to House to Home Podcast. So sweet. It is the sweetest. We'll have to share some of those videos. But yeah, come 2022, we're going to launch House to Home Kids. It's going to be small at first. We just talked about how busy we are, but we want to do it. My oldest daughter, Anora, wants to be involved. She's been asking to do some interviews. So we're going to incorporate her. We're going to involve the kids as much as they want to be involved. We're planning on at least bringing you one kids episode once a month. You won't have to subscribe to anything different. We're just going to put it right on to House to Home Podcast so you can find it there. Uh, We'll find a way to title it differently so you can look for it. It'll be things like discussions and interviews with Enora, maybe songs, silly songs, sweet songs, stories. Um, we'll be sharing things to our Instagram, like activities and crafts. You have probably already noticed that we've added a few things in there, and that's kind of been the spark of it, but we will continue to add it. So we have a whole highlight on House to Home Now that says kids, and you can just click on that, and you can find all of the fun crafts and activities We might upload videos. It's going to be real down to earth here at the beginning and just kind of learning what the kids like and what they enjoy. So your feedback here is really appreciated because this is all new to us. So like Mason said, you can go to our website, which is um, 
house to home dot family. So you can go there and you can go to I, our ideas page and you can put in, like he said, I think as long of a message as you want or hit us up on Instagram. That's where you guys normally talk to us at. Our heart goes out to children, especially in our current culture. Like we've been talking, children seem to be undervalued, even abused. Their lives aren't valued. We're aborting them. We're killing them. Um, we're condoning sex changes. We are encouraging sin. And simply, we're just not really protecting our children in this day and age. And we're not protecting them from the dangers of this world. So my prayer is that House to Home will be a safe place for kids to come. It'll be a safe place where you can know that you can put headphones or earbuds in your kids' ears and know that they're not going to be getting anything that's not biblical. Not only that, but a fun place. Uh, I pray that it plants seeds in your kid's life and that it provides blessing. Uh, Matthew 19, it says here that then children were brought to him that he might lay his hands on them and pray. And the disciples rebuked the people saying, you know, take the children away. But Jesus said, no, let the little children come to me and do not hinder them for to such belongs the kingdom of God. And he laid his hand on them and went away. And I love that verse because I think so many times we shove children aside. We treat them as lesser humans because they spill their drinks or they run around or they interrupt us. And I mean, even we can be convicted of this in our own home, you know, not giving them the dignity that they deserve as humans made in the image of God. We can kind of just ignore them or, you know, like I said, shove them aside, not listen to what they have to say. And I want House to Home to be a place where they can be a kid where they can enjoy being a kid and where they can hear from other children, where they can be taught scripture. Um, and most importantly, we want them to be pointed to Christ through this. We also pray that it helps you to make the home a place that not only you and maybe your husband or your wife, the adults in your house cherish and value, but a place that your kids cherish and want to be in as well. C.S. Lewis in The Four Loves says this quote, We hear a great deal about the rudeness of the rising generation. I am an oldster myself and might be expected to take the oldster's side, but in fact I have been far more impressed by the bad manners of parents to children than by those of children to parents. Who has not been the embarrassed guest at family meals, where the father or mother treated their grown-up offspring with an incivility which offered to any other young people would simply have terminated the acquaintance? Dogmatic assertions of matters which the children understand and their elders don't, ruthless interruptions, flat contradictions, ridicule of things the young take seriously, sometimes of their religion, insulting references to their friends, all provide an easy answer to the question, why are they always out? Why do they like every other house better than their own home? Who does not prefer civility to barbarism? Yeah, I love that quote. He's, he's talking, it seems more about older children and maybe even young adults, but it applies to children as well. So often we, I think especially now, we ignore children. I think maybe in Lewis's time, there was a little bit more of a heavy handedness to children kind of being sharp with them, which we do that now as well. But um, I think maybe then there would have been this kind of culture of orderliness and 
proper etiquette at dinner table kind of thing like get your elbows off the table uh, we're talking the adults are talking kind of thing whereas now we still have that but it's in different ways i think we just many times as adults we ignore our kids we get to talking about what we want to talk about and, and we don't really care what our children have to say but the ironic thing is is that if parents would just stop for a second and listen listen to their kids what they have to say they would find that what they have to talk about is actually probably far more interesting Mm -hmm. and a lot bigger perspective on the subject that you're talking about than the person in front of you or your perspective because children are so much um, better at being wonder-filled looking at something from a big picture and having a a simple way of looking at things and not super complex and nuanced they're able to see the big idea with things and sometimes that's just what we need and we need to learn from our children in this way Um, I think the parents just assume that since they're older that they figured more out in life and they probably have but they assume that they can't learn anything from their children it's it's an issue of pride and Jesus even says that we should become like our children um, that such are the kingdom of God that we should learn how to have wonder-filled perspectives. We should have bigger imaginations. We should be able to believe all things as love truly does. If children understand that, then why aren't we listening to them more? And here at House to Home, our hope and our prayer is to integrate more of those themes into our households. So it's not that we're going to start this separate thing about kids just to make kids happy and have the kids section over here and then the, the adult section over here. What we're trying to do is build an integrated life of the home where kids are not just accepted, but they're valued, they're cherished, we love them, we actually learn from them, we listen to them, and we live life together in a joy-filled way. We have uh, dinners around the table and everyone gets to talk. The kids get to share their day. They get to say what was fun about them. And it's not just mom and dad griping about work and what happened all day. We want a house that is loving our children all along the way, holding their hands, being there with them as they experience life. And we want them to be there seeing us experience life because children learn from us. And if we're going to hold the line for families in our culture. We're going to have to keep talking about this. We're going to have to pursue reformation of the household. We're going to have to look at the household in a different way than our current culture is doing right now because what they're doing isn't working. Children aren't valued. Um, As it's been said so many times before, we don't value them, obviously, because we abort them every day. We, We don't care about them. We care about what we want, and we want to look at things from a more holistic perspective that says children are important, parents are important, husbands, wives are important, friends are important, and homes are important. Hey listeners, this month is our last giveaway of the year, and in honor of that, we wanted to give you something very special. This month, we are giving away a Fruit of the Spirit devotional, just in time for us to start talking about fruits in the home come 2022. We will be discussing gentleness, goodness, self-control, patience, and the rest, and how we cultivate these fruits in our home lives. We are also giving away prayers in the home cards for you and your family to use. Both of these items are a gift from house to home to say thank you for your support thus far. If you'd like to enter to win, we are doing things a little bit different this time. This time, we ask that you go find your favorite podcast episode, 
and share it to your stories, your Instagram feed, or even your Facebook. As long as you tag us, we will make sure you are entered. This helps get the word out about House to Home and also shows us what episodes you were most interested in. So thank you so much for your love and support. Merry Christmas and have a wonderful new year.